0: I hope you're uh doing well today. If some of you are thinking uh, Jeep looks taller today, uh, I'm not Jeep, okay? So uh, my name's Neil, in case I haven't had a chance to meet you. Um, if you look in your program, you get confused at all because part of the program is talking about uh, something we were going to be talking about this week, but I'm not, and so you'll hear about that later. But uh, this morning we're going to look at something uh, a little bit different and, and, and chat about that. So if you have... Uh, Sheet there, you can pull that out and kind of get uh, kind of get ready for that. Have you ever? Um, let me ask you something. Have you ever worked on a project, and after you got finished with the project, and you know you're looking back, you think there was a much better way to do that project, much easier, much more cost effective, much I mean everything else. I mean, you just look at it you think, hmm. Or have you ever? Learned something. Now, for those of you that that are, you know, getting a few years, have you ever learned something and then thought, if only I would have known this back here? That would have been so helpful, you know? And you begin to think that way. And over and over and over, I have had that. Oftentimes, we go through experiences and we look back on them and we think, you know, I had absolutely no idea what I was doing during all that. I, I really wish. If only someone had told me, if only I had known about this, and, you know, today, that's what I want us to look at. I want us to look at the subject of learning from others and actually beginning to get some traction in our lives by learning from other people and seeing what God has to say about that. Now, some people do that very, very well. I mean, there's some people you look at, I mean, it's just like it comes natural for them. It's just like, you know, second nature. They learn well from others. For others, not so much. Now, why is the reason for that? Well, it's, it's foundational principle of ministry. You'll see right here. People do what makes sense to them. People do what makes sense to them. You know, for some of you, uh, you got up this morning and, you know, you, uh, you got yourself all cleaned up and, and, you know, got dressed. Why? Well, that made sense to you. Others of you kind of got up and you looked in the mirror and you thought, eh, put on a hat, walked out the door. and You thought, makes sense. You know, uh, you know everybody does what makes sense to them. Do you realize that even what a fool does makes sense to them? Even what a fool does makes sense to them. In fact, if you look in Proverbs 12, 15, it says, the way of a fool is right in his own eyes. The way of a fool is right in his own eyes. But... But a wise man is he who listens to counsel. Or another way of saying that is a wise man is he who learns from others. A wise man is he who learns from others. Proverbs twenty six twelve says, Do you see a man who is wise in his own eyes? There is more hope for a fool than for him. Now, with a lot of folks, it's really easy for them to feel like, I've got much more to share than I do to learn. And so therefore, you know, what I'm going to do is, I'm not going to really worry about learning from others, because honestly, I'm just... I pretty much know. Yeah, I I would check that thought because uh, I think what you're going to find that that's not exactly right. And what I'd like us to do a little bit in our time together this morning is looking at what are some of the benefits of learning from others? What, if you're, you know, if you're trying to decide should I, shouldn't I, what should I do? What are some of the benefits of learning from others? The very first one is this. It expediates growth. If you learn from others, it actually cuts years off of the learning process for you. I mean, there are only two shortcuts that I've ever seen to spiritual growth. Now most of the time people keep trying to look for something where they can kind of microwave their spiritual growth and get, and it doesn't work. Only two things I've ever seen that ever speed up spiritual growth. Humility and teachability. Those are the only two things. And what you find is this, when someone is willing to learn from others. When they're willing to have an attitude of humility, what you find from them is this. They have the ability to ask questions. They don't get hung up like, you know, well, if I ask a question, then it's going to appear to them like I don't know. I mean, people already know you don't know. Okay, so I mean, you're not really fooling anyone there. But I mean, you know, we have this idea. Well, I don't want to look like I don't know. So what I'm going to do is, you know, I'm just going to not ask questions. But with humility, you can just say, I have no clue. How do you do that? Could you help me with that? Or, you know, could you show me some things on that? So humility and teachability, you, you really began to do that. You began to think, well, should I learn from just anybody? For the most part, yeah. I mean, in some ways, I mean, there's a lot of people to learn from. You can pick up little things from just about anybody. But, you know, especially the people that God has placed in your life in leadership. Now, if you think, well, I don't think God's placed anybody in my life in leadership, that is not an issue you have with leaders. That's an issue you have with God. Uh, you know, you, you need to get that clear. God has clearly placed some leaders in your life. Whether you're learning from them is a whole different ballgame. But God has clearly placed some leaders in your life, and you, and you need to be learning from them. In Hebrews thirteen seven and 8, the author of Hebrews says, Remember those who led you, who spoke the word of God to you, and considering the result of their conduct, or as another translation says, considering the outcome of their way of life, imitate their faith. Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. What you begin to find is you begin to think about some people that God has placed around you, those who are leading you, and you think, okay, would I like my life to be more like that? And if so, then what I need to do is I need to learn from them. I need to begin to imitate them. I need to begin to take on some of those things. Now, let me give you an example in in uh, a ministry I'm involved with there at at u s c we had a guy I was calling Bob that's not his name, but he'll like Bob anyway uh so you know Bob was a guy uh last year you know we were kind of chatting off and on some, and two of his favorite expressions, i mean honestly was um yeah, but." I mean, anytime I would hear somebody talking to him, they'd start telling him something. He'd go, yeah, but. And i think, yeah, there we go. Uh, and then, uh, you know, or somebody else would say something. He'd go, well, I don't know about that. And I'd think, okay. And I mean, if you were to talk with him, which I did several times, things that kind of um, characterized his life in some ways, frustration. He was just frustrated a lot of times because he felt like he wasn't making as much progress. He felt like he wasn't being as fruitful. He is just... Suddenly... Somewhere in the spring, I wished I knew where, and I wish I could direct other people there. Uh, but uh somewhere in the spring, something clicked. And he began to adopt two new phrases, very different than, yeah, but, and I don't know about that. His His new phrases were, what do you think about this? What would you do here? And those things have begun to reshape his life. I mean, you look at him now. And, I mean, he, he's just, you know, a happy, contented camper. And uh, you also look at him, and you begin to see, I mean, God is using him uh, in the people within his major. He's helping lead them to Christ. He's dating a girl that, in his own words, are way out of his league. Uh, you know, so, I mean, you know, this guy's just doing well. Now, what made the difference? He began to figure out learning from others. Key principle, learn to do that. It expedites growth. A second thing is it's really an encouragement. If you're going to make it long-term in walking with Jesus, one of the things you're going to need is encouragement in your life. And what you find is this. When you put yourself in an environment of learning from others, you provide an environment where encouragement takes place. And so you really need to do that. When when you learn to do that, you, you learn from other people. You not only learn from their successes, you learn from their failures. I don't know about you. Um, have, are you guys ever... Um, You know, when somebody seems like they have everything together, does that just trouble you sometimes? It does me. I don't relate to perfect people. I I, Yeah, I know it's going to be hard for some of you to believe, but I really don't. Um, I just don't get that. And so for me, sometimes, you know, when I'm around somebody and I'm learning from them and there's things that have gone on in their life that I can connect with, it's it's really good. Now, I went to one conference one time years ago, and I was at this conference in, in New Mexico. And before I had left the house, um, Melinda and I, and my wife, we, we were, uh, having a discussion, which is code for argument. And, uh, so, uh, you know, so we were vehemently discussing some things. And, uh, we discussed them well. And, um, she explained to me, um, you know, why I needed to think differently and, and i'm i'm sure i responded like please tell me more uh and uh so we left and uh, i went to the conference and i'm at the conference and i see this friend of mine there and he's walking up and i'm th- he walks up and he's like how you doing and i thought oh gosh and i thought you know do do i just do i be honest here and i thought if i'm not he's probably going to figure that out anyway so i just you know i kind of tell him you know we well, we were having a discussion you know and uh kind of uh, i'm very honest with and he gets this look on his face, he starts laughing. And I thought, uh huh, you're laughing at my pain. Uh, but you know, and, and I look at him and I, I think he's probably going to give me, you know, well, here's what you should do. And instead he just goes, let me tell you what happened right when I left. And then he shares about he and his wife, how they were discussing things. And, uh, and all of a sudden I'm kind of going, yeah, you know, <laughs> not, not that I'm happy for his pain, but I'm just thinking, Oh, my gosh, I can be encouraged because I'm not like a total idiot. Maybe, you know, three-fourths, but not a total idiot because, I mean, even he is dealing with things like this. And so I thought, oh, okay. And what you find is when you're learning from others, you not only have the encouragement of, you know, being in it not alone and actually learning from them, walking along with them, but you get to be in a situation where just being around them you are known more and the more you're known the more you can be encouraged sometimes our greatest need is not to know more we think oh we need to store up knowledge store up knowledge no 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 sometimes your greatest need is not to know more sometimes your greatest need is to be known more so when people know you then what they can do is they can really help you by saying hey you know what this area of your life right here Honestly, uh, if you kind of take it this way a little bit, boy, God could really do some different things there. And you're like, oh, okay. If you want to see a classic example of somebody that just knew how to encourage, look at the life of Barnabas. I mean, Barnabas comes along. Every time you see Barnabas, he is encouraging people within the New Testament. You see him I mean, when there's a, a, a young church that starts up up in Antioch and a bunch of believers up there. The very one they send up to encourage them, Barnabas. He goes up, he begins to help. When Paul comes in and everybody's kind of going, I don't know that I want to hang out with Paul. I kind of think maybe he's making up this whole conversion thing so he can kill us. You know, the one who vouches for him, the one who steps in and walks with him, Barnabas. Over and over and over you see Barnabas, boy, stepping in, encouraging, trying to be helpful. One of the biggest things you're going to need is encouragement. And if you get into learning from others, encouragement will begin to be a part Of your life in that regard. Third thing, example. Examples. One of the best things about learning from others is you have a living example right there in front of you. I mean, this is so important. You get a front row seat in how to do things and in how things are done. Now, you're going to have to take this by faith, but I used to be an athlete. And a long time ago, But here was one of the things in the off season, a bunch of us guys would sit around and we'd be hanging out at somebody's house and we'd always go outside and we'd play some pickup game of football and we'd be out there in the fields going. And, you know, for the most part, you know, they'd say, "Okay, you play quarterback or something like that, because you may think, well, was it because your arm was so strong? Well, my arm was strong, but that wasn't really it. It was because I couldn't get open as a receiver. Because I was not built for speed, and um, I would go out there, and, you know, I mean, I mean, even slow people, little kids, uh, you know, people wandering around with walkers. I mean, they could cover me. It just wasn't hard. And I was, like, so frustrated so much of the time. And then one day, we're sitting there, we're watching this game, and this announcer goes, this guy can get open any time. And suddenly, I'm looking, and I'm looking at the TV. And they do this slow motion thing, and they show this guy, and he begins to run down the field. And they said, now watch this. And so I'm watching this, you know, and they're showing this, and they showed that as he takes off and increases his speed, that this one guy that's trying to guard him that's backing up, suddenly he turns, and as soon as he turns, he doesn't have eye contact with him. And as soon as he does that, this guy breaks, and he's wide open, and I thought, you know, I thought, I now have seen it. And sure enough, I mean, I would go out there and I would do that. Even fast guys would be there and I would think, this will be good. Please guard me. And, uh, you know, I would take off and they would go. And as soon as they turned, I would cut and I would be open and they would be like, how did he do that? How did he get faster? And I would think, I'm never telling, uh, you know, <laughs> but I have now. So anyway, um, it was one of those things. Seeing the example made all the difference in the world, all the difference in the world. One of the things that folks knew in the first century was if you want to learn to do something, you need to see examples. I mean, over and over, you see it, Jesus and the 12, Barnabas and Paul. You know, Paul, and in fact, if you've ever seen this verse right here, Acts 20, verse 4, it says, He was accompanied by Sopater of Berea, the son of Pyrrhus, by Aristarchus and Secundus of the Thessalonians, Gaius of Derby, Timothy, Tychicus, and Trophimus of Asia. Now, why were these people all following Paul around? They wanted to learn from him. They wanted to learn from his example. In Philippians 4.9, Paul says this to the Philippians. He says, the things that you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, practice these things and the God of peace will be with you. Right there, that verse, when he says, the things you have learned and received, I I remember looking at that one time and I thought, what does that mean to receive? I mean, what does that really mean? And as I began to do a word study on that, what it really meant was, it means to take it and make it your own. To take it and make it part of what you're doing. So he says, the things that you have learned and taken and made a part of your own. And suddenly it hit me. This isn't a list of four things. It's two sets of two. Because he says, the things that you have learned and received, how do you learn it? You hear it. How do you receive it? Make it your own. You see it in someone else. And Paul says, the things you've learned and received and heard and seen in me. In other words, guys, you can do this. And the reason you can do it is you've seen me do it. You know how to do it. And so he's taught them on it, sure. But he's lived it out before them. So now they know clearly how to do it. Paul understood that if they were going to do that, they needed an example. Let me show you some verses right here. First Corinthians 11, 1 Corinthians 11.1, Paul says this, Be imitators of me as I am of Christ. 1 Corinthians 4.16, Paul says, I urge you then, be imitators of me. Philippians 3.17, Paul says, Brothers, join in imitating me, and keep your eyes on those who walk according to the example you have in us. First Thessalonians 1, 6, Paul says, you became imitators of us and of the Lord, and you received the word in much affliction with the joy of the Holy Spirit. And then in 2 Thessalonians 3, 9, Paul says, it was not because we do not have the right. He's talking about here, why don't we do some of these things that other guys do in ministry? And he says, it's not because we do not have the right, but to give you in ourselves an example to imitate You can get some tremendous, tremendous examples to look at to where taking things within the word and making it part of your life are simplified greatly by seeing it in someone else, by seeing the example. So example is another reason. Fourth reason, experience, experience. When you're learning from others, one of the things you do is you begin to get to glean or to kind of gain from their experience without having held the responsibility and without having had the job yourself. You get to learn from the experience of someone else, so you gain experience. There's a lot of folks today, I mean, one of the things I've noticed, there's a lot of folks today who have missed out on some things growing up. I mean, part of that's a cultural thing, there's, there's Probably a multiplicity of other reasons if we laid on a table, some psychologists could tell us. But, I mean, they have missed out on a lot. I'm not sure it's anybody's fault necessarily. But one of the things you find is this. You can make up for lost ground of things maybe you haven't learned before by having a real teachable heart and learning from others. And if you'll begin to do that, you can do some good things. So one of the things I'd encourage you to do, learn to learn. Like, Listen. In fact, take notes. I mean, good night. Write things down. That way you'll remember them. Nobody goes to class and just has this idea. Well, if God wants me to remember that for the test, he'll bring it to mine. (laughs) Nobody does that because, you know, you would be wasting your money. I mean, you you write things down so you can remember. Same thing's true spiritually. I mean, when you learn things, write them down. That way you can go back and look at it again, run it through. So it's it's a good thing. Um. Not only learn, but observe, begin to pay attention. Get around people, begin to pay attention. I mean, you can learn from their successes. You can learn from their mistakes. When you learn from others, one of the things you do is you tap in to all of their experience. And so all the things that they've learned, all the years that they've grown in and invested, you get to tap into that as you begin to learn from them. The fifth thing, exposure. This to me is probably one of my favorites. I mean, honestly, when you run with others, one of the real benefits is you get exposure to people who have shaped their life and you get exposure to people whose lives they've shaped. You get exposure to people they run with as well. And you all of a sudden, you know, get a get a front row seat in in how to do some things. You get a chance to learn from so many people, and you get a chance to have your life shaped by those people to where they're putting different pieces into your life that need to be there. Now, when I first got to college, I remember, you know, I had come to faith maybe a year, a little over a year outside of uh, coming to school. And I, I came to school, and I just remember I thought, I want to I, I wanna grow. What do I need to do? And I began to see some guys that um were really um I guess you would say you know they were they were they were nice guys i mean they were really good guys that they they were guys first guys I'd seen that really walked with God I mean they made decisions by uh what did God think about things they they centered their life around Jesus, and I began to see it, but there's only one thing that was true too they they were very different than me, you know i mean they were quiet people. They were like, you know, like, I mean, and they weren't, I mean, athletics was more like Parcheesi uh, and things like that. I mean, they weren't like doing stuff like that. They weren't necessarily loud. I was loud. Uh, they weren't really talkative, uh, which I was okay with. I'm fine with them being quiet so I can be talkative. But, you know, I mean, it was just, they, you know, you would tell them a joke and they'd go, hmm. And I think, oh. And I just remember walking around one day outside of um, outside of the dorm in which I lived, there was this track out there and I was walking around this track and I remember just praying and saying, God, I, I don't know why you made me this way. I mean, if I need to be boring um, in order to walk with you, I will. Um, but why did you do this then? I mean, why, you know, why? And about that time, I met this guy, like, um, it was a couple of days later, I met this guy named Mike. And, oh my gosh, very, very different. Very different. I mean, you know, he was big and I was big, you know, and, and he was athletic and I was athletic and, and he was, uh, he, he was like loud and I was loud and he was funny and I was funnier and, and <laughs> we just, uh, we, we just had a, a, a great time around each other and as I got around him, I was so encouraged, I mean, to grow. In fact, one I would say that what I learned from his life for the most part, he's taught me many, many lessons. But I mean, boy, I'll tell you what, how to love people, how to encourage, that's what I learned from his life. But from him, he began to introduce me to many other people. There was this exposure. And so, like, he he introduced me to this guy named Max Barnett. And, oh, man, from him, I learned things like practical ministry. I learned things like hospitality. I mean, those were some pieces that were put in my life. He introduced me to a guy named Walt Hendrickson, and I met him. And, boy, from him, I really learned how to be inclusive with people and how to really help them to to come in and be a part of things. Uh, he introduced me to a guy named Gene War, and, and I, I began to learn some things about leadership and, and just about generosity and uh, he introduced me to a gal named Carolyn Teague, and and from her, just the art of asking questions to people and and figuring out how to get involved in their lives. I mean, he introduced me to this guy named Howard Hendrickson. I mean, one of the things I learned from him, I wasn't even married at the time, but I mean, I learned, you know, somebody asked him a question about uh, raising kids. You know, and they said, is there good books on it? And he goes, there's many good books, you know, and so they said, uh, what would you suggest? He said, love them. And make them obey. <laughs> and I thought, I can get my hands around that. You know, and so, uh, you know, to, to a great degree, growing up, I mean, you know, uh, with those, with our four kids, I mean, the thought around the house was love them and make them obey. But all of these different pieces to my life began to come in through people that he exposed me to. And then what I began to find is I would get around some of those guys like Max and others. I got exposed to all the people in their lives. You know, the different guys like Bob Anderson and John Crawford and all these different people. And as I got around them, suddenly I began to learn some things. And God began to put pieces into my life that would have never been there apart from that. So exposure, that is a huge, huge thing. I mean... Um, To the extent that I have grown or, or, you know, become more like Christ in any way, I mean, I owe a debt of gratitude to those men. To the extent I haven't, that's on me, you know. So, uh, I want you to think this morning, who are some of those people for you? Who are some of those people? And, um, you know, have you, have you thought about that? You know, have you, uh, have you thanked them for that? I mean, you, you ought to. In Colossians 128, when Paul's talking to the Colossians, he says this, We proclaim him admonishing every man and teaching every man with all wisdom that we may present every man complete in Christ. Now, if the goal is to present every man complete, what does that say we are right now? Incomplete. That's exactly right. And if you think of it, it's like a puzzle. And what happens is, you know, it's like one of these big jigsaw puzzles. And when someone begins to work with you, they kind of put the border in sometimes. Somebody puts a lot of pieces in. But then over and over, somebody stops by a jigsaw puzzle, and they put two pieces in here, three over here, four over here. That's how our lives are. You'll find people are putting pieces into your life to cause you to be complete in Christ the rest of your life. If you're not learning from others, you're going to have a whole lot of pieces missing, a whole lot of pieces missing. So I I would really, you know, encourage you to begin to do that. All of those people had something very much in common. Every one of those people I mentioned to you, they they had a foundation in the word of God. You know, that was really foundational to their lives. They began to learn from him. So how do you get started on this? How do you get started on a life of learning from others? The very first thing I tell you, learn to ask for help. Just learn to ask for help. Learn to ask good questions. From others. Um, in Proverbs 20 verse five, there's a verse he says, uh, um, the, the wisdom of the wise, it's like deep waters, but a man of understanding will draw them out. And so what you want to do, learn to ask questions that draw things out of people. You can really learn from others, but learn to ask questions and get around them, learn the opportunity. I mean, the opportunity, learn the difference between, um, disciples and mentors. You're going to have some people in your life that are going to help you maybe in a specific area. Maybe they're going to help you in the area of finances. Okay, well, that's a mentor. Boy, that's great. And somebody else helps you in another area. Well, that's a mentor. That's great. But in discipleship, you're going to find some people that are going to come alongside you and walk with you through the whole of life, developing you in different areas. You need both of those. You need disciples. You need mentors. And so, you know, begin to learn from others. Boy, if someone asks you. Would you like to get some time together? Good night. Buy up the opportunity. I mean, that's like gold. You know, get that. Do that. Uh, the second thing I'd tell you besides ask for help, make yourself available. Now, I see people all the time that say, well, I'd like to get around so-and-so, but I, I don't know how I'd get around them. I mean, they're busy. they got lots of stuff going on. Well, if they're busy, that means they're probably doing something. Yeah. You ever ask if you could help them? No, I don't want to help. Well, then you don't want to get time around them. I mean, you know what? There's always room for another servant. Learn to serve. If you want to get time, you can get time with all kinds of people if you're willing to serve. Just learn to get time around people. Learn to do that. So those those five E's, expedited growth, encouragement, example, experience, and exposure. As this new year begins, one of the things I'd encourage you, I'd really challenge you, learn to learn from others begin to make that a part of your life so what wait a minute what would be the downside if you don't do that i mean what would be the downside if you just say "Eh, you know what neil thanks but that's not really me i don't want to really learn from others is there any downside to that a little growing and maturing takes a lot longer It's discouraging along the way because you don't have people around that know you. You keep trying a lot of different things because you're not really sure what works and what doesn't and how long you should give it to work, so you keep doing all these different things and your life just kind of spins around. Um, You begin to trust yourself more than others and try to shift responsibility for your lack of growth to them instead of yourself. And you miss out on a lot of folks that have pieces that complete your life. Other than that, there's no problem with it at all. So, uh, you know, go for it. My advice to you would be this. Learn from others. Learn from others. If you look there um, on your sheet, if you have a sheet, or if you haven't even been looking at a sheet, we well, you can pull it out now and look at it. On the back, there's a little part that has next steps. You know, I don't know what the next steps for you would necessarily need to be today. Maybe for some of you, the next steps would be make yourself available to learn from somebody else you know, began to do that. Maybe for some of you, the next step would be go ask for some help. You know, go tell somebody, hey, this is an area that I really need some help in or I need to grow in or I'm just trying to figure it out. If you're trying to figure out, well, I don't know the areas I need to grow in. Figure out this. Where are the rubs in your life right now? Because you know what? Where the rubs are happening, that's where God is trying to get you to deal with life according to his word. So figure out where those are and get some help in that area. So I'm going to invite the band back up and as they come, let me pray for us and pray that uh, God will really use the time. Let me do that. Father, thank you for your word that is very clear. Thank you for the example that you've shown us of how people can really be learning from one another and really grow and really cut so much time off of um, becoming more and more like you, simply by learning from the example, the experience, so many different factors with others. God, would you help us to be wise enough to begin to put this into practice and actually make it a part of our lives every single day? And we pray that, Father, in the name of Jesus. Amen.